Radio blah blah. Over a wide range of frequencies. Yeah. Radio blah blah. I, I went a bit naughty. <laughs> hey, so what about... Um... Radio blah blah. Hear it again. We just heard it. Radio blah blah. That took me back to... Radio blah blah. Awesome mixtapes. Great tapes. I love those mixtapes. That house just reminds me of music. Radio blah blah. Radio Blabla about the chain by Fleetwood Mac. Yes? We are indeed. Off um, off the Rumours album. The Rumours album. When was that released? 1977. 77. 77. What a, it was a great, a great um, era for music, wasn't it? Like, that, that period of the 70s. Like, you think what, what else was going on a year either side of, or a couple of years either side of 1977, or, you know, even in 77, or... You know, oh, what else been, was going around? You know? Oh, Just how do, how, do, how do you pull a song out like this or an album like that when there's all these other 
like that that other music going around. I think I was saying like what an era that was for music, like for diversity. You had the you know, what was going on in Britain with, you know, punk and the post-punk sort of stuff. And then in America, you had disco and everything on, on the East Coast. And on the West Coast, you had the California sound happening. And all so what a mix of, you know, well, these these guys were up there like with the Eagles and Steely Dan and that sort of style of music, I guess, on, on one side of the country. And the other side, you've got, you know, disco taken off and, and American punk sort of taken off and all that sort of thing. So for, for to come out with an album like this or a sound like this, you must be very isolated and very sure of what you're doing and, and you know, focused and stoned. And stoned, <laughs> yeah. You know, um, that, had, that had a decent bit of success. I mean, the band was was obviously always famous before Lindsay Buckingham and Stevie Nicks as well in their own right. But once that was the the, the formula, the once, once those two, um, you know, joined the band, it, it brought a whole new new dimension to the band and it just worked so well that the, the musicianship <laughs> that they brought... The songwriting techniques, the 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 harmonies that they like, the vocals and stuff. The, the harmonies they had going back on those on those songs are just like, yeah, something yeah. else. There's something else. They're really good. They're, they're all good in their own right, but put them together, it's like fuck. You know, what do you get? So, what's this song in particular about? Um, I don't know in particular. I mean, that whole thing for me, not about rumors. I, like, it's all um, um, a lot of relationship bullshit going on around that time there were marriages and breakups and they were still able to work with each other they loved what they were doing so much but they were all they were angry at each other they were going through divorces they were going through each other each other they were swapping and changing and all that sort of yeah in amongst it you know it was all just anything goes at that time all in a cocaine frenzy and and writing some of the most memorable songs ever it was brilliant brilliant so the, 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 see, these songs are really painful a lot of them yeah. You know, this one in particular, you know, but, um, yeah, you'll never break the chain. So we like, we're going to, to me, I think it's like, you know, we're over, we're done, but I still love you. Mm. We, we're never, that chain is never going to be broken. What we had is going to live on forever, but I hate your guts, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Poetically. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm thinking it's along those lines. And you see it, you know, you see them perform like footage. I haven't seen them live, but if you see footage of them and stuff like that, they're so memorable. Like, they, Stevie Nicks and, and Lindsay Buckingham do songs together, just the two of them, or even in the band. And the the the, um, the connection they have musically, but then when you see a look in a certain look, and you think, you know, what's what are they, how do they how can they do that? They go on, what are they, they what they've been through, and they're still they love each other, but they can't be together. And uh, you know, you, you cheated on me. I hate your guts, and you did this to me. <laughs> and but I still love you, and we're always going to be friends because we're always good like this. But if only it was different kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like if if they could remove themselves and go into another world, everything would be sweet. But we can't. So we're just here. So let's just write hit songs and sing, sing at each other, you know. And you play your guitar at me like that and I'll yeah. sing back at you like this, you know. And I'll show my anger through my singing at you and you'll show your <laughs> anger through how you're playing or you'll show your compassion at how you're singing at me or whatever, you know. Great formula. Great so formula. what I know about this song... It's nothing to do with what I just spoke about. <laughs> well, it's all of that. Yeah. Because it's, it's um, basically it was spliced together by the engineers who took previously rejected material. No way. Yep. No way. Yeah. Really? So it's like the band. It's torn apart and brought together. Yeah. Okay. How many times? Yeah, cool. It's stuck together with tape and it's rough and ready like that. And 
Yeah, right. And you can sort of hear it because there's different. There's yeah. Well, that's there's one different of the aspects in the song. For sure. That, yeah. That aren't the same. Like, and the yeah. only two things that were done that were recorded together were the drum and the guitar. Everything else was spliced. Okay. Okay. That's wow. That's interesting. It's that's funny because really cool. that just came to me as you were doing yeah. that. Just that explanation yeah. of. Yeah. Everything that they've done and experienced. And it was like, well, that sort of makes sense. It's like all these parts brought together. Yeah. All these different ideas and feelings and times. Yeah. Because it was all at different times and stuff. Becomes this one coherent thing that's just fucking yeah. amazing. Yeah, it is. Because well, that's one of the things I like about, I mean, obviously it's a big thing in the song is that it builds, it slowly sort of creeps up and it builds to a point and then it drops down to nothing. <clears throat> yeah. It's just the hi-hat and, yeah. and, and the bass solo thing in there and then it builds up again to this it's brilliant solo yeah. at the end. And again, like he's, Lindsay Buckingham, he'd have to be one of the most underrated guitarists ever. He's, he's never seen as being a guitar hero or anything. He's just a very under, understated guy. Like he does, he's not out there. He's not, you know, on the front of magazines pushing the, the trade or anything like that. But um, great player. Great mm-hmm. player. And also like, yeah, that rips me apart that song that's gross uh, I love that uh, how that solo well, builds up that's the song just, is yeah. things that have been ripped apart and brought together mm, yeah and, and then it, yeah and then Stevie Nicks's sort of came up with some lyrics around that mm. whole thing I like it that it's an example of how to put more than one idea into a song it was like to create one song yeah sometimes you need more than the one idea yeah 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 well, a lot of the times you do. Well, like we were saying before, like you, you, someone will come in, a, the guitarist will come in and say, I've got this thing. Yeah. What can we do with it? And it doesn't go anywhere. So we'll, we'll shelve it. Someone else. Yeah. We'll shelve it. We'll come back to that another time. And when you come back to it, someone else, oh, I've got that, something that can go with that. And it yep. would slowly sort of build up, but it could take years to do that. Yeah. You know, like we were talking cashmere. before about the cashmere thing. But in this instance, I mean, yeah, I don't know what, over what. I think it took a while to record that album. I think it was like a, a lengthy, probably, you know, a year sort of thing or whatever, maybe. Um, but what's really cool, like one of the things I really love about this is right at the start, before any music starts, uh, you hear like this rustling, mm. which is almost like, oh, I'll see if we can hear it here. You hear like that. bit of snare. It's just like a little bit of noise in the background. Maybe a snare. Let's take it back again. Yeah, okay. And they left it in. Yeah. Yeah, God knows, man. What's, what's your knows? take on that Dobro? Oh, I love it. It's, like it's, it's a, yeah. What well, did you see? Have I got a mirror over here or something? <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. Of course. I love it. I love the guitar. I like, I like playing this song, like, all, you know, as much as I can. But you, you can't replicate a Dobro, you know, unless you're using a Dobro. So yeah, to get it's crazy, that, isn't it? Yeah. So, it's, it's, you know, it's there's a couple of guitars really cool in way it. here. I like the way it's good. It gives it that sort of country rock. Very minimal, minimalist, though, yeah. isn't it? It's not used, like, it's just three notes picked and then picked again in the next phrase. Like, it's he's got an underlying guitar yeah. piece going there as well. But it's, yeah, it's a crystal clear sound. That's beautiful. Beautiful sound. Again, just throwing ideas around. How would it be if I threw a dobro over the top of this? Or this is an idea I was thinking of, you know, with that. And then that's that's another bit of tape that, you know, Mr. Producer's thinking, hmm, I'll just keep that in my stash that's for later. I figured right? it was a year ago. Yeah. So I'm going to put it we'll... next to that over there. Yeah. And... yeah. yeah. So yeah. they got the they get the razor blades out. Yeah, well, that's we're talking fun. old school, huh? 
razor blades and, and tape, like, you know, white pencils and, yeah. Yeah, that was an element of Classic that. Classic stuff. That was uh, something we had to get marked on when we, when we did it. Yeah, okay. In school. How well you can splice it. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Look, yeah. I reckon, I mean, that format or that, that method of songwriting you're talking about, that would have been rife through that whole album by the sounds of things. They were, like you say, they were fractured, but they were committed to do this album. So they all went away and, you know, they wrote their own pieces and whether they were complete songs when they come back or whether they were just ideas that we let's work together as a band or whatever, that whole, you know, there's so many songs on that album that would be like that. Obviously some that were written, you know, from start to finish by yeah. each individual one, but, yeah, that, that whole idea. And by all accounts, it's obviously, you know, it was one of the most um, interesting albums to record by all accounts, by everything that was going on and... They pushed on through and did it, and it's brilliant. A brilliant song. The harmonies are great. Yeah, well, again. They're classic. They've all got good voices on their own right, but working together. That, and they're all very different voices. Yeah. That's the thing, you know. Like, to get that, I was thinking that the other day when I was thinking about this song, is like how the harmonies work. And they're all very different and stuff like that, but that's just fate. That's just fluke that these people all met each other and, you know what I mean? Like, you can't, like you can't create... That that's that's just a certain type of magic that sort of happens, you know. Puts these people in touch with each other. And great, great stuff. Great band. A lot of good songs, obviously. It was a great. It was a great example of mixed drumming, I reckon. Mm. Yep. Oh, very. And the very, sound, the drum yeah. sound. Yeah. I think that's it too. Like the the what you're saying before about the resonator and stuff like that. Everything is crisp. It's a really crisp recording as well. So there's not a lot in it, but what is recorded is like. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really Drums. sharp, really clean. The resonator guitar, <clears throat> bit of electric later on in the song. Mm. There's John McVie on the fretless bass, and the sort of Hammond Christine on the mm. on the Hammond. Stevie only plays um, the tambourine. She'd have a tambourine at the end. She'd be going off. No, on she that she just plays that live. Yeah, yeah. In the recording, it was Mick. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll show you how to do it, honey. Come and sit on daddy's knee. I'll show you how to shake okay. the tambourines. <laughs> but it's that not an true. over. All right, so back to the the, <coughs> the, the drums. It's not an overproduced drum sound. No. I reckon it's one of the In best any drum of their sounds. Songs, it's a very, very straight laced drummer, isn't it, really? What I reckon it's one of the best drum sounds you can get. It sounds like a kick drum. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. Without yeah. all the processing and, and yeah. compression and. Yeah, it's right next resonance to resonance and everything that you can yeah. add onto it later, and yeah, it's just a really nice that that. No, I had sounds a, real. Yeah, had a, um, had a good sound. Well, that's it. That's exactly right. Which that's is, a real which sound. Is yeah, probably really hard <clears throat> to do. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, well, I guess that's true because well, um, especially now, like you, you're tempted to tweak things, or I'll just give it a bit of this, or I'll just just yeah, to clean that more, end up, or I'll just just tidy those fuzzy edges up. No, don't. Just leave it alone, mate. It sounds good. It's a, it's a kick drum. That's how it's meant to sound. You know, leave it alone. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's the beauty of this. And that's that's that was their formula. I reckon back then it was don't you know don't fuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> don't fuck. Have with you it. played it? Have you learned how to play this one? Yeah, yeah. yeah to a, to a degree, I can I can do a you know as I do versions of songs. So how how does it sit in terms of ease or? Difficulty. Um, his his style of playing is difficult because he mm. like finger picking styles and stuff like that. So I don't do that. So I'll do a you know I'll, I'll 
play single notes out and stuff like that. Not yeah. in a, not in a finger style pattern. But yeah, it's good. It's a good song. Good to play, and it's it's you know people love it. You know? It's always uh, gets a foot stomping. And as it builds up at the end as well, you know, and everyone knows it. Everyone knows the words again. And funnily enough, like the the the, the, the funny story about this again, thinking about what to come up with when we're doing these songs, you know, doing yeah. these breakdowns of it. When's the first time you heard it and all that yeah. sort of thing? I can't remember when I first heard the song in total, but I remember when I was about 13, 14, I was hooked up with a few mates. We all learned to play guitar and get in the band, you know, just that whole idea of learning guitars, you know, and there's like, there's two guitars in the band and a bass, you know, we didn't have a bass player. And someone said, oh, I remember, remember Paul, Paul Buttergeek from primary school. <laughs> He lives down on Settlement Road there. Like, he, he plays bass, apparently. Yeah, okay, well, let's go and see him. Not so, the door. so we went around there, and he's a tiny little Maltese kid, you know, great big googly eyes, and he's funny looking. But apparently, he had a bass. <clears throat> so he's plugged it in, and he's mucking around on it. And he pulls out this, he starts playing, oh, how's this? How's this go? He goes, doom, 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 We're like, what's that? And he just kept playing it over and over again, you know. He's like, do you know that, do you know? I'm like, no, should I? Or anyway, it turns out that's you know he was rapped that he knew the solo, the bass solo from the chain by Fleetwood Mac. He goes, oh, it's a Fleetwood Mac song. I'm like, no, I'm in, I don't know. I'm in the Kiss, man. I don't, know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Fleetwood Mac, but I had heard of it obviously through my, my older siblings and stuff like that. And they had uh, all these albums, and then I listened to you know obviously listened to the album. Oh, you know, I've got to go find that bit now. Of course you do, because that's got a brilliant build-up, like the drum bit behind it, I think, as well, you know? It's just sweet. I couldn't have even... I didn't even cue it up deliberately there. I just... That, you just hit it? Yeah, okay. I love the, this build-up to the that's outro. insane. And awesome. the electric comes in. Yeah. Yeah, classic stuff. So he's played you guys that bass line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a big accomplishment oh, no, for I don't him. know what we're doing. I don't know what's that. Uh, and he's like, "It's so iconic. It's so, it's so everyone's yeah, heard it." Yeah. So this would have been, I don't know, about 1979 or something when we were around there. So it's a yeah. couple of years old. Or it's like I don't know. I don't listen to that. <clears throat> Obviously, something his bass teacher had taught him, you know, because I couldn't see him being into Fleetwood Mac either, really, at that age. But, he was yeah. too young for them. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kids, 13. That's yeah. unreal. But that was my first exposure. And then when I realised the penny dropped later on, when I heard the, the album, like, you know, you or whatever, I'm like, ah. So maybe we shouldn't have called him an idiot, or maybe we shouldn't have. Yeah, <laughs> we should have let him play with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think he was that into it, to be honest, but it was just one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> you probably guys were probably shit too. <laughs> it was 13, guy. Yeah, no, yeah, no, it was, that was rough yeah, back then. Why are you still picking on the guy? He's it's, like, still harsh back then, man. Yeah, that's unreal. <laughs> that's such a good song because that whole outro is like nothing like the rest of the song. Yeah, yeah. But oh, it just finishes it off, doesn't it? But again, like, it's just you know, all the splicing. It's yeah. like they got all those ideas, put it into parts because it doesn't have that sort of typical song structure in that in that way. No, I guess not. I guess, yeah. But see them play it live or hear it live, it works. And, they, you know, they can pull it off. It's not like you splice a song together and it's going to be hard to reproduce live or anything. It's no. it's just different components of a song put together. Yeah. Um, yeah, great track. 
Awesome yeah. track. I'm going to see it live soon. Are you going? I want to. I'd love to go, but I, I'm... Um, and I'd be interested to see this lineup too. I want to see him with... with Neil Jimmy. Finn, I know. Good friends, him and Mick. Apparently. Great friends, apparently. Awesome, man. That's a really good song. I don't know there's much to say. I didn't put it, I didn't look up any, you know, there's probably a shitload more stuff we could find out about that song, maybe. Um, I don't know that we need to. Yeah, I don't think, what do you want to talk about? No, I'm really glad that you put that one up. Just put it on. (laughs) Tear it apart the way you do, because I did. And um, Mm. yeah, it's it's up there. That's a really good, that, that, um, the classic albums series on, on, or episode on the Rumours album is really good too. That gives a lot of, like, so what you're talking about before there about how it was recorded technically, yeah. but it also talks about what was going on yeah. at the time with the band and, um, yeah, great music on that. Great music so from, start, from start to finish. There's oh, yeah. so many good songs on that album. That's awesome, man. Thanks. That's the chain. Thanks for putting it on, uh, for bringing it up. No problem at all. I put it on, so you thank me. Thanks for putting it on. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for finding that bass solo just like that too. That was awesome. That's that. Yeah, you know, that's one of those freaky magic moments we're those talking about. <laughs> things. You just can't. You just can't. You know. Yeah. I would have do spent, it again. Do it again. Yeah, yeah. I would have spent again. ages looking for it. I was like, oh, we'll get again. close to where it will be, and yeah, it was there. No, really good. good. Awesome, man. Thanks for suggesting those songs. No worries. And um, I'll eventually edit these. We'll do it again. More of same. Blah blah time, same blah blah channel. Blah blah. Radio. Blah blah. Radio. Blah blah. Radio. Radio. Blah blah. Radio. Blah blah. You just heard it. You want to hear it again? Yeah. I don't know.